0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals
1: who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.
0: On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes, nothing beats it. Hello and welcome to the Sandful Show. I'm Damon Adams. Unfortunately, not joined by Andrew Hayes today. Unfortunately, COVID has knocked him down. But the great thing is, on this afternoon's Sandful Show, a fantastic lineup of guests. We're going to be joined by Red Legs Hall of Famer Neil Craig, of course, a long association with the Adelaide Crows as well in our past player segment. North Jacob Bauer. He's made a fantastic start to the year with 10 goals in the last two games it was a shining light in Norse win over the Bulldogs this past weekend and talk about shining lights Brett Hand, the coach of the Glenelg Tigers will be in after one of the more miraculous wins you will see but without Andrew Hayes here we need an eye on the previous round of the sandfall no better than this man, Paul Bonzer, from the SEN commentary, and also host of Eagles Radio. G'day, Bonds. How are you, mate? Uh, Good, mate. Good. Going well. It was a pretty remarkable round of Good Friday football. Five fixtures, all in on the same day. Uh, I actually took my young lad down to the bay. uh, For the first time in a while, for him seeing a game, it was one of the more extraordinary results I've I've ever witnessed live.
1: It was. uh, Obviously we were there, um, but Uh, we did the game down south but um, to watch the game from the outside and I I was listening on the way home from Norlunga and uh, yeah, Adelaide in control early and all over the top of the Tigers and then the the Tigers just came from nowhere it seemed that all of a sudden they click a switch and Adelaide fell asleep and the Tigers just rolled over the top of them which you know, they, they, they are the benchmark in the sample. There's no question they were outstanding last year, but just sort of tripped a little bit in the finals. But, uh, yeah, they were they were outstanding.
0: There were 17 goals kicked at the Kernahan, end consecutively. That that, that, that end got absolutely inundated. <laughs> uh, seven goals straight to the Crows in the second quarter. Glenelg didn't really trouble the scorecard and then came out 10 unanswered goals in the third quarter for a 60-point turnaround. And uh, apart from the fact that Port Adelaide in the AFL nearly made a, a similar comeback on the weekend, um, that, that's quite a severe turnaround in just one quarter of football.
1: You don't, you don't see it very often at all. It's, it is rare. You might see it once or once a year, <laughs> really. So yeah, amazing quarter of footy. And, the, and it wasn't like it was a gale force breeze. No. It, was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful conditions. Day. It was calm conditions. And uh, weird that 17 goals are kicked at one end in two quarters.
0: Uh, we'll be speaking to Brett Hand later in the show to see exactly how he rallied the troops at halftime. But that's got to be some intense speech that he has given. Uh, you said, Bonds, that you were down covering uh, the South game. Uh, of course, they were defeated by Sturt, 85 to 67. What was your view on the game?
1: Look, South just wasted the footy. They got plenty of the footy, uh, but especially early, they just wasted the footy. Their ball use, they missed a lot of targets. The delivery inside the forward fifty was uh, below par. And on the opposite side of that, Sturt were very clean with the ball. They're, Sturt's back line, uh, they've been together a, a couple of seasons now. The likes of Cummins, Voss, uh, Sam Wanke, that. Henry Carey, they're just a really tight-knit group and hard to score against. But they use the footy a lot better coming out of defence than Stour. Um I, the, the, I'm, I'm sure the ball use, I'm sure Booker Wright, was, uh, I guess, a bit missed by the, the, the team's ball use. They got plenty of the ball, as I said, but just really couldn't finish off. And they missed a couple of goals in the first quarter that could have set up a bit of a lead for them at quarter time. So in the end, you know, just a, Sturt were just a bit cleaner and a bit more professional. And when it counted, when South came at them, they just steadied and, and uh, held on to a much-deserved win set.
0: We'd seen the impact of Bryce Gibbs over the, the first two rounds of the season, of course, the reigning McGarry medalist as well. Um, was he thrown a tag from Sturt? Did the double blues uh, deal with him well?
1: Yeah. Um, um, not really. It wasn't. Uh, there wasn't a hard tag on Bryce, um, and he still, at one stage, he went forward, and um, and then yeah, he, it was. I guess he was, he was he was good, but not. I guess what we saw in the first two weeks where he had you know almost forty touches. Uh, one of the important moves was Rory Illman on on Menzies. He'd kicked two ten goals in the first two yeah. games, and basically. Uh, Rory Hillman just shut him down, just didn't let him get anywhere near the footy. So uh, that was, again, some excellent coaching from Marty Batner to take him out of the game.
0: North Adelaide, 110, took out the Bulldogs, 10-7-67. This was another game with a a, a huge momentum swing. Uh, Central's actually got out of the gates, kicked five of the first six goals, led by 20 at quarter time, but really that was the only yelp they gave for the day. Um, We're speaking to Jacob Bauer later in the show. Uh, Another five goals straight. He has started his season in fine form. Yeah,
1: they've been good. Uh, Had a bit of a hiccup in round two, North Adelaide, but a really good win against the Eagles in round one. They were pumped for for that game in round one. And to get over the the reigning premiers, uh, that, that was an excellent win. And Central's... Yeah, it was a bit disappointing. I'd love to see them start well and they obviously played some good footy early but it was a a little bit of a pity they couldn't hang on and I guess you get that with a young team. You'll get some ups and downs with a developing team and uh, they they might play a good couple of quarters in in, in a game but over a four-quarter effort, the better teams are probably going to come out on top and that's what happened with North Adelaide.
0: Have the Roosters' early season form surprised you? Uh, A little bit,
1: yeah yeah to be honest but there's so many changes so many new players across all of the teams um, everything's a little bit of an unknown uh, you know they were mentioned by a few people pre-season that they might you know sort of be on a, a little bit of a slide but obviously Jacob surgeon's got the boys down there fired up early and brought in some new talent and yeah it's a great start for them two and one uh, they'll they'll be uh, looking forward to the rest of the season I'm I'm sure
0: the premiership defence uh, for the Eagles didn't get off to the smoothest start, as you acknowledged, but uh, the Eagles did get the job done over the blood uh, on the weekend, sixty-three to fifty. They led all day, but it was a tight affair.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, hats off to West. They're coming. They're coming as well. They're building, uh, you know, building, adding some new players. There were quite a few new recruits in as well, and obviously Hamish Hartler back at the club, which will help the development of that group. Uh, they Yeah, they were pretty good. It was not, I guess, a showcase for sample footage. <laughs> um, it was a bit <laughs> scrappy. It was a bit ugly. Um, the Eagles kicking for goal let them down as well. They like you eight goals, 15. Yeah. Uh, you turn that around and it's a reasonably big win. So um, it looked like the Eagles, I so watch this back, and it looked like the Eagles were in control for most of the game. While well, the Bloods came at of a couple of times, Really didn't look like the Eagles were going to get beaten, and they've got some injury worries down there at Woodville, and um, no Ruckman at the moment. Jared Redden's out injured. Said Gilhouse is out injured. So uh, debutant Jordan Lukak had to do the ruck work along with Connor Ballenden, uh, another new recruit from Brisbane for the Eagles. So uh, yeah, so they're in. The, they've got a couple of guys coming back. Jimmy Tullis should be back this week. Uh, Clay Cameron maybe back this week as well. So, um, but the Eagles, I guess all you can do is win and get the win, even if you have to win ugly, and that's what they did. So they <laughs> they'll be looking forward to Monday as well.
0: Yeah, those right those returning trips will be very handy for the grand final rematch. Uh, finally, Redlegs fans, they would have loved this at the parade, uh, taking out their rivals, the Magpies, 75 to 59. The Magpies. Struggling to get their season up and running. Uh, they really don't have a lot of AFL talent that's actually playing at the moment. I think eight players on the weekend. Um, it's making things tough to, to kind of get a consistent flow for the year.
1: Yeah, it's good, it's good that you mentioned that because they were undermanned. So generally with the AFL sides, uh, the AFL reserve sides, uh, anywhere sort of, if they have 13 or 15 in there, AFL listed players, they're generally reasonably competitive yep. and hard to beat. Anything sort of under eleven um, makes it makes them tough to be competitive. But hats off to Port Adelaide, they were competitive, and they were in the game the whole night. Uh, but it's really hard for them to win with uh, the amount of top up players they had. So, but again, Norwood did the job. Um, with their new LEDs around the, around the ground. Look looking Schmick. very flash out there in Nord now. <laughs> uh, so, James Fantasia and his board will be very happy with the way everything's coming up. We've got the new Wolf Blast Centre out there and big screen and the LEDs. They, uh, I think they're a bit of an envy of some other clubs in the sample, the way they've set the ground up. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Now, just in comparison as well, uh, the Crows against the Tigers, they had 16 or 17 AFL-listed players playing, Uh, so it just goes to show the difference at the moment. Uh, Bonds, let's look ahead to round four, of course, the Anzac weekend. We've got the Roosters against the Panthers, uh, Central up against the Crows, the Magpies meet the Double Blues. Uh, North against West at Centenary Oval in Port Lincoln on Sunday. Fantastic to see the game stretching out to all parts of the state. And then the grand final rematch is uh, really the headline act for the weekend. Uh, Is that the game you're looking forward to most, surely?
1: Uh, well, firstly, I'm looking forward to going to Port Lincoln, so we're going yeah, over Nova Bonds. to cover. Yeah, getting over there to cover that for SENSA. So that'll be on uh, Sunday at uh, two o'clock on on SENSA, and then we're also doing the Monday clash as well.
0: Fantastic! So you
1: hear both those games on SENSA this week. Myself and Mark Ross uh, calling both those games. So yeah, looking forward to getting over to Lincoln, and I haven't been there for a long, long time. So it'll be nice to spend a the day there.
0: The well, Centenary is um, an back. absolute peach of a place. Mm.
1: Yeah, I've heard good reports and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to I, I expect a really big crowd there as well. Uh, smart, for the sample to put it on a Sunday as well, so there's no footy clash, uh, country footy clash there as well. So I, I, I expect uh, a nice big crowd there uh, in Port Lincoln. And then come back for the holiday Monday game, again, expecting a big crowd at Montenegro Oval.
0: Well, uh, footy fans, if you do see Bonds just reclining at the Port Lincoln Hotel Sunday <laughs> afternoon, make sure you shout him a drink. He's done a magnificent job joining us. Bonds, we'll hear you on Sunday and Monday on the SGN Sandful Call. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, mate. Coming up next, we've got Jacob Bauer from the Roosters who got up on the weekend. Can't wait for that chat. This is The Sandful Show. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it life's good with a trex deck low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty trex the world's number one decking brand